Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soulfire production. In this episode, I want to talk about how I built this. And what I mean by that is taking you on the journey with me from how I built a cookie company called Sugarbox, all the way up to the extra brand that you know of today, and a little bit of everything in between. And always, I want to continue and connect and have conversation. You can send me your email address so that you can hear from me all things extra, either by way of my email, christina.glickman at comcast.net, or Facebook message or LinkedIn message. Also, it means so much to me and the show if you'd subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, Extra Love Army. How are you today? I am excited to grab the microphone and talk about something very broad, which is how I built this. If you guys have listened to other podcasts, this is one of my most favorite sort of topics about how people build things from iconic brands to their lifestyle. I'm always in curious, wandering stage and excited to hear about how people built this life. So really, the reason I came on to talk about this is because, gosh, a few months ago, Gosh, already a few months ago when my daughter was getting married, I was putting together a little care package for her about my favorite cookies. And my favorite cookies are these sugar cookies from a company that I started 20 years ago called Sugarbox. And of course, I put it out there for the social media world to see and gave a little wink. Hey, did you know that I started a cookie company? And everyone was like, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. And it made me go down the rabbit hole, which I love to do most often. And thank you for so many of you for coming with me as I go there. And to think about, holy smokes, I guess I really have always been an entrepreneur. And it makes me laugh because I know that I am. But sometimes it takes me to look back and say, wow, I always had that that itch, that drive to create something out of joy. So Sugarbox came about, I was, I don't know, 25, 26. All I know is I love sugar. I love cookies. I love everything sweet. I love frosting. I always have and always will. And it gives me joy because for me, it always signified a treat. It's why in my house on our countertop, we have every color sprinkle. It's for me an outlet of happiness. And I think I also think about it with my dad. And so long story short, I never really look at sugar as the devil. I know it's not good for you. Please, you don't need to send me notes. I I realize that. But for me, it's about a feeling that I get around that. So I was in advertising, working my tail off, doing what I do. And I knew at that moment in time that for the rest of my life, I didn't want that kind of hustle. And I thought, what gives me joy? Cookies give me joy. Frosting gives me joy. So I decided I'm going to start a cookie company. And I did just that, not knowing anything about it. I went and I got certified within Illinois so that I had, I don't even remember the right name now. 
I don't know, certified to be in a kitchen, right? So you're not going to contaminate somebody. And I took classes to make sure that I was not going to be then sued for selling cookies and someone got sick. I also rented out community kitchen space in Wilmette because at this time you were not allowed to cook in your kitchen and sell your good. And I wanted to follow the rules and I opened up an LLC and I went down the route of branding and made sure that I only sold three cookie sizes, small, medium, large. They were all square. They all had white frosting on them. And they also had pink and white sprinkles. And you could not customize or do anything different because even back then I knew a brand is a brand is a brand. And that was my stamp on it. And I loved it. I had so much joy. So now I was doing it on the side as a little hustle of selling these cookies, ultimately thinking that maybe this is what I'll do forever. Who knows? And I learned so much about it in the process about how to set up a business, how to turn a profit, how to, and again, this is before social media, everybody. So it was word of mouth and people would give it as gifts and, you know, housewarming and all the things. And I loved it. I would get into our little car with Adam and Emily at the time was, I don't even know, don't make me do the math, six. She would come with me and I would hand deliver all through Chicago, all these cookies. Such a joy. Now, what I didn't know then, and as I do now, doing the work that I do, is joy was leading me. I knew that ultimately it's something that gave me happiness and that if I was smart enough, I could turn a profit. And... I did just that. Now, ultimately, I did not continue down that path for a number of reasons, everything from having more children to, you know, creating new things that gave me excitement, fashion, styling, photography, all the things. But the point is that that was just one small element about building my life from a place of intention and happiness on my own terms. That, of course, leads to just how I built my entire life in these past 50 years, I think, which is centered around an intention that comes from me. Now it could change tomorrow. So I'm very certain that it's only in this moment of time. And when I look back to then how I started to build this extra brand, if you will, you know, with the book and the podcast and the TED Talk and the membership and community and a love army and all the things, I wish I could say to you that I had the vision of a grand plan. And truly, I didn't and I don't, but what I will always stay consistent with is showing up as myself to build something that gives me joy. And if you get very clear on the things you love to do and you stay focused on, I just need to do the next best thing and lean into that. So when people come to me and say, gosh, you know, I... I have a passion for this, but I don't really know what to do with it. You know, how do I start, whatever, selling bracelets or how do I start to develop a program I like? All we really need to know is the next step. We hear this so often, but it couldn't be more true. When I wanted to start that cookie company, I literally sat down and thought, what's the first thing I need to do? Well, the first thing I need to do is figure out what's my recipe and what do I like? So instead of icing cookies, I used cake frosting and that made them wildly different. And not because I set out to say, how can I be different? But I said, what do I like? Why do I want to do this? And that always will guide us. And it's the same way about how do you build your life? Are you clear on the core values of your life? And if you're not, you need to be, right? Because that's always going to build what's around you. 
I'm so clear in this moment in time that nothing is going to trump time with my family. It's just not. I'm also very clear nothing is going to trump me being surrounded by people that give me life and energy, support me. I support them. We're champions. I always say like, if I call someone tomorrow and say, I want to open up a cheese shop, they're going to say like, okay, sign me up. Where is it? When it, how do, how do I support you? And when I look back to how I built some of these companies of mine, I think back to number one, I never had the answers and knew what I was doing, but it never stopped me. So I want to ask you, what do you think is getting in your way of doing the next thing that you want for something that you're looking to do? What is it? If it's purely executional and you just don't know how, take comfort in a deep breath that you can figure out the how. There are smart people around us. There is the internet. There are coaches, mentors, classes, programs. It's an excuse. If you're not moving forward in how you want to build your life, you are your own excuse. Please know I love you. I'm not minimizing that things are hard or maybe you don't have the finances, or, but you can still make a step towards it. If you're like, yeah, Christina, that all sounds great, but I can't go open a restaurant. Okay, so maybe you can't. But what's the next best thing that you can do to get closer to that energy? Where can you put yourself? There's always another option. There's always another way. One thing I do love about myself, but I hate about myself, is that I never think there's not another way. There's always a possibility. It might not be the possibility that I tried on in my brain, but there's going to be another way. So if you want to build something in this life and you see 10 obstacles, let's take one down at a time and build a new road, a new path, because you deserve that. I could have easily said, well, I can't build this cookie company because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a chef or a baker or certified. I don't even know where I'm going to sell them. I don't have a business plan. I don't have a company, all the things. But instead of getting so overwhelmed, I said, no, I'll stop. Just like with my extra brand, I take it one step at a time. Ultimately, for me, I want to tell a story that connects and transforms and has an impact and a ripple effect on other people. How do I do that? That's a really big task. Well, I do it, I think, one heartbeat at a time. Whether it's talking to you here or whether it's you know coaching with you or a course or whatever it might be, I do it one step at a time. So however you want to build this life, it's the same way about relationships and parenting. What are you looking for? And I know generically we want to say, well, I want to be a great parent so that my kids are happy or whatever is the statement that you say to yourself, you get to fill in those words. It's always a reminder that you have a choice in how you're developing it, right? You have a choice in how you are creating the life. It's not really just handed to you, is it? Aren't you the one in charge? Even when life is throwing things at us, as I recently talked about with my Instagram account, when I change my thinking onto, you know, I've selected, this is my choice, suddenly it means something different. I get to decide how I wear this life. And as you're thinking about building, and building what? I don't know. Ask yourself, what do I want to build? Because isn't that exciting versus what I want to fix or what I want to you know, make better because of X, Y, Z. It's more like, what do I want to build? Because as we change and create, it is going to be tough, but it's going to stretch us. It's going to be exciting and it's going to grow because I think what ends up happening is the hum of everyday life and the mechanics of that can be so suffocating. Because again, we could fill our dance cart all day long with things to do that we need to do to get through the day. 
But I'll always say, I don't want you to blink and turn around and you haven't built the life that you're hoping to do because I want you to pay attention to your life so that even in the middle of whatever is happening, you get to take out the feelings, the stories, the moments that mean something to you, right? So I'm going to leave you with this. What are you looking to build? If you're not looking to build, where are you putting your energy so that you have forward momentum? Because movement is hope. And sometimes we get stuck if we don't have it. And I will tell you this. There's not one thing that I have approached in the past 20 years of my life that I knew how to do. But it never stopped me. And not because I'm so amazing or I'm so great. It's because all I did was try to figure out the next step. That's it. There is help around you if you need it, if you want to ask for it. There's always a way. And if we are not in pursuit of building this life, I don't know what we're really doing. So I hope today's episode was just a little bit of the whisper, the nudge, the wink, whatever it is, to say, keep going, keep building your life. Don't settle. And as always, thank you for being in this space with me, allowing me to reflect on some other moments in time and how I'm building moving forward. Because in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm just getting started too. Thank you for being here. As always, please send me your email address if you want to connect off of any other platform so that I can send you anything that's going on from retreats to summits to events to programs to all the things. And I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week.